Hello and welcome to Super Talk. My name is Spiros. And I'm Kim. And we are here to talk about Supergirl Season 2, Episode 21, the second to last episode of the season. Probably. It's called Resist. So it starts, Lena is in the bed, and then there's someone, uh, what? uh, You're not going to give us the uh rating? Like, what'd you think about it? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cat Grant was the best. The rest did nothing absolutely for me. Yeah, I saw a headline on io9, and it said the headline went something like, just like that, with Cat Grant back, Supergirl's good again. And so uh, I was kind of excited for this yeah. episode. And I mean, even we talked about last week, we wanted this to be good, mm-hmm. but it was meh. Yeah, even with Cat even back, with Kat, it. I mean, her parts were funny and engaging and stuff, but it didn't make up for the rest of it. No. So no. I that headline, IO9 lied, and um, <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Yeah. So anyway, um, Lena's in bed after being knocked out last episode, and um, you see a hand gently stroking her hair or something, and um, I, the all I could think of, especially where it continues to go, it's Rhea is touching her gently to wake her up. I'm like, fan fiction. It's, it's, it's going to be written about this. So yeah, that that's where my mind went when I saw that. So stay away from the Reddits and the 4chans. Yeah. If you don't want to be spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> or despoiled. Despoiled, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, um, Rhea is talking to Lena and saying, you know, I really didn't mean it. You are a marvel and you're so intelligent. And, you know, she didn't say I want you... I think you're like a daughter, but right. She was kind of implying that, yeah. And she's like, you know, you're the best of what represent represents humans, and um, we'll create a new world together. Mm-hmm. So that was basically her monologuing the master plan, which is we're going to take over, not really Earth, National City, but mm-hmm. the implication is sort of like she's going to take over Earth entirely. And I mean, Terry Hatcher, she chews some scenery pretty good, but even, like, I don't know, this whole thing just felt, like, uninspired to me. It felt like she watched some Disney movies and The Wicked Queen and just kind of, and there we go. Right, right. So it's all been done before and it wasn't anything unique. And, I mean, I I think Terry Hatcher, I think she's great and a Mm -hmm. good actress, and I think she's done well in this part, but it wasn't super awesome, this, you know, this episode. It wasn't, like amazing or anything yeah and part of it is like she's obsessed with doing this whole wedding between her between lena and that comes a little bit later yeah it comes a little bit later but basically like she focuses all so much attention her part of her master plan is to to get a new heir Mm-hmm. With Monel and Lena joined together in marriage, but we find out that they don't actually have to really consent to anything because Daxamites apparently can just like birth babies from genetic material. So uh, Rhea just took some hair from both Monel and Lena, and she's well, just going to mix up a baby in a test tube, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, parents, if you need to cut your children's hair, do Save it while it. they're sleeping. <laughs> That's what I got from that. Yeah, but basically, like this whole episode is, you know, we got to get rid of the Daxamites, and I was, I was not only excited because Cat Grant was coming back, but when we were watching the opening scene, and I was watching, you know, who the guest stars were, mm-hmm. I saw Linda Carter. I'm like, yeah, we're going to get some more president. But even that, like, L- Linda Carter's great too, but I, in my opinion, totally underutilized. Mm-hmm. Right. So. You know, she enters, she comes in on the scene, literally in Air Force One, like bum-rushing a spaceship. 
Mm-hmm. That's just That's not. Stupid. Nobody's gonna do that. No, no president's no. gonna do that. And then plus, there's like no staff on her on her plane either. You yeah, know, it'd be bustling with staff. And it yeah, was just, it was just dumb. It was it was, it was it was just stupid, right? Like if you're gonna bum rush and try to you know do something, she's got like two escort you know F-14s or something, yeah. right? Against the super mega ship. Uh, that's assembled of all the Daxamite ships or whatever that's literally blasting National City out of the air. It just was totally implausible. And I, I mm-hmm. saw that and I'm like, she needed to be like commanding the situation as a commander in chief would do. And if you want to like get out on the front lines, then fine, come to National City. Mm-hmm. But you don't fly at the giant ship to literally just wait to be shot down. And I mean, the reason why the writers did that, obviously, it was so we can find out that. Um, the president is actually an alien because the plane crashes and Supergirl saves Cat. But then you're like, oh, where's the president? And then a hunk of metal comes up and she's underneath it and she has her alien face and stuff on. Okay, that's fine. You want to show us that, you know, she is an alien. If you haven't been, if you if you don't know this already, then you haven't been watching the same show we're watching. Exactly. Because it was made abundantly clear already. So there's that, first of all. And second of all, there's other ways to have done that. You yeah. didn't have to do it stupid like... Oh, these three airplanes are going to go towards this giant fleet of ships, and that's how we have to tell you that she's the alien president. I mean, there's other ways you could have done it. Yeah, much better ways. And then this also served as the way to bring Cat Grant back in, because apparently the president was Cat's uh, RA in college, mm-hmm. and so they're pals, and she was in DC, DC and decided to hitch a ride back to National City. Yeah. And it was, like you said earlier, it was great to have Cat Grant back, and Calista Flockhart, like, she nails that part. I mean, I don't know if that part was written for her, but she sure as hell nails it. And And it was great to have her back in the episode, but like you said, it was... It was too little, and mm-hmm. it, and and while it bol- the scene she was in, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Overall, the rest of the episode, I was just totally, I, I was honestly just uninterested as we're sitting yeah. here watching. I was just My like, are blowing this stuff is up, happening, whatever. and it's fine. It wasn't to me. It wasn't very suspenseful. The no. whole to me, there was way too much time spent on this whole wedding thing. Like that was to me, that was boring. That mm-hmm. was just dumb and boring. Lena's dress was awesome, though. But really, I thought really? it was like, yeah, I thought that dress was ugly. I thought it was awesome. Did you? I did. Huh? It was like a wicked, witch wicked witch kind Disney of looking thing. thing. Well, I thought Rhea's witch was dress was more like a wicked witch kind of the blue and silver one. Yeah, the blue and silver, and specifically um, Snow White ish i but, was gonna say something before i don't remember what it, oh um you know once again like every episode we're like this is great because of the um the relationships and stuff yeah and if you really look back on this episode cat grant is was the only one who was giving us like not necessarily relationship but she was giving us the human touch yeah yeah and absolutely. like through her stories like about her and the president being her ra and mm-hmm. stuff like that and, you know, her advice that she was giving a Supergirl, that was the human touch that we always enjoy in every episode. So I think while Kat's one-liners and zingers were amusing... It was her heart. It was her heart that really stood out for me compared to the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. And it's... You just... It has to all be combined together. It yeah. can't just be this and that. Yeah. It has to be together. And I think, I think they kind of tried, right, because... What ends what ends up happening is the president gets shot out of the air and then ends up at the bar that the headquarters of the resistance with Supergirl and Alex. Oh, and this was interesting too. I read something um, that said like they've been saving up 
for this finale for like their effects budget. And I wonder if that's why they left John Johns like totally out of commission for this episode. Because last episode he got blasted by Rhea mm-hmm. and he's been just out of commission. But they had Hank Henshaw, Cyborg Hank in this episode. So I wonder if they wanted to cut down on dealing with like the special effects of having to have both of oh, them, both of them you know, at the same time. Mm-hmm. And and they just left him on the cot and he'll probably be back next episode, um, along with, you know, whatever they're gonna blow their special effects wad on. But mm-hmm. Uh, but all of that was to say that the headquarters is the bar and the president is there and she's like, uh, Alex, you need to go to the D- – as acting head of the EO since John John's is out of commission. And the other reason for this too is to put Alex in a compromised emotional position. Yeah. Um, but you need to go to the DEO and activate the Positron Cannon, which apparently can annihilate anything and everything, including Supergirl, which mm-hmm. I found to be interesting, yeah. and blow that ship out of the sky. And like that to me, like that's what the president should have been doing in the first place. Mm-hmm. She shouldn't have been flying in like a like you know a John Wayne cowboy on an airplane. Exactly. She should have been commanding the situation. And I was like, yeah, that's what they should do: blast that stupid ship out of the sky. Rhea has clearly proven that she is not going to be reasoned with. You can't expect her to do anything that she says she's going to do unless it's the actual thing she wants to do, which is kill and destroy mm-hmm. and take over things. But of course. Lena and Monel are on that ship, which means Supergirl particularly uh, does not want to just blast it out of the sky without first trying to rescue them. But the president doesn't care. Yeah. Which she shouldn't. She shouldn't. I mean, it's two or millions. Right. You know, I mean. The, 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 the good of the many over the good of the few. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the basic conflict for the rest of the episode is, are we going to blow this ship out of the sky? And kill our friends, or are we going to try to save our friends and blow the ship out of the sky? Of course you're going to try to save your friends. Of course you are. Yeah, and and it was one of Cat Grant's pep talks to Supergirl that, you know, convinces her that she needs to go save her friends, Mm -hmm. which was fine. Like, it was a good pep talk. You know, it it was reminiscent of season one when she'd be in there talking to her in the the office. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Supergirl... Goes to Cadmus. Now, you got to back up a second because Cadmus, Lily and Luther had come to the bar and basically said, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Uh, We need to take these guys out. And everybody there was like, "Uh, no, we're not working with your ass. Mm -hmm. And right at the end of that, Supergirl took a phone from Lillian to be able to contact them. Obviously, you knew they were going to end up working together, which Supergirl goes right to them because... They apparently had a way to get on the ship. That way on the ship turns out to be the Phantom Zone zippy zappy teleporter pad that Clark has up in the Fortress of Solitude just hanging out there. Yeah. Like, that's useful. That's cool. Why wouldn't you use that more often? Exactly. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. So they beam up onto the ship. You have Supergirl, you have uh, Lillian, and then you have Cyborg Hank. And their plan is to get Monel and Lena and then beam back off of the ship and then blow them before... Alex has to blow it out of the sky. Mm-hmm. So at one point, Alex is like kind of crying and tearing and Supergirl is too. And she's like, you have to be faster than me. And then she's like, faster than a speeding bullet. Yeah. And I was like, and, that was kind of cute, but it was, it was also kind of like, eh. Yeah. At this point, I'm just like, it doesn't, I don't even. It didn't have the emotional impact it that it, sh- that it, it should, should have. have. It should have been like, oh, Alex no. did. Yeah. Like to me, Alex's emotion did, but. Kara's didn't really do anything for me. No. Alex was clearly torn because if Supergirl's going up there, she might have to blast her out of the sky. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but the thing is, too, if you blast her, she can still fly. I mean, she'll probably yeah, be okay yeah. if, it, if this that is, happens. This is what I, yeah, this is, we'll get to that, right? Because, okay, so they get up to the ship. They they rescue, uh, sort of rescue Monel and Lena. Lena and Monel actually, like, got free themselves, but they were still stuck on the ship. So they found them. And when they did, that was adorable because, like, Lena yes. just grabs the gun and shoots the guy. I'm yeah. like, that's, why that's would you, it should why be. would you... Ever not do that? I, I don't understand. I mean, I know movies do it for dramatic tension and effects and stuff, but I'm sorry. Just <laughs> grab the gun and shoot them. Grab the baseball bat, hit them in the knee. <laughs> take your fingers, gouge out the eyes. I mean, come when on. When your people. life is at risk, you got to take extreme measures. Ugh. And they go back to the designated point to use the teleporter to go back and surprise, surprise, what? Lillian betrays them. Crazy. And Lillian. Cyborg Hank and Lena get beamed down, but they leave Supergirl Monel up on the ship. Mm-hmm. And Lillian's like, you know, they can die with their alien friends. Lena's obviously upset about this, mm-hmm. uh, and, but this was this was I, I didn't expect this, and this was super awesome. Um, back at the bar, there was this bit where you saw Jean Johns lying on the cot in his Mar- Martian form, and then Cyborg Hank stands over him and he says something something. A little bit cheeky mm-hmm. uh, and, and kind of a burn on on um, John John's. And then Wynn walks up and it looks like he, to me, it looked like he pushed him for saying something kind of mean. Mm-hmm. And like Hank grabbed him by the throat and was like, you know, really aggressive. And Wynn's like, hey, man, I thought we were on the same side now. Mm-hmm. And for, I didn't I actually understand that scene when it happened, of course, it's oh my later God. on. Look at my notes. Look at my notes. I put when either I put when put something on him or grab something off of him. Which is oh exactly what he God. did. Oh my God. How could you? Oh, how can I watch shows with you? Like, so can I you be more obvious? <laughs> oh. Anyway, when bugged Hank. And because Hank's a cyborg, he was essentially able to control him. Yeah, which was awesome. And use the portal again. And then he Hank ends up grabbing um, Lillian's throat yeah. and is choking Yeah, and I was her. like, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was very cool. But this is where the show totally goes off the rails. And I was like, I was honestly ready to just turn it off. Table flip. <laughs> okay? Because, we only have one more episode after this. Uh, we can make it through. We can do it. Okay. Monel and Supergirl are up there getting ready to beam down. And Supergirl's like, your mom deserves one more chance to surrender gracefully. I'm like, oh, my God, come okay, on. Okay. I totally 100% agree with you. And at this point, it's like, okay, if your boyfriend's not the one saying this. Yeah. You need to double double <laughs> think what you're saying yourself. If, you're, if your boyfriend's not like, oh, maybe we can change my mom's mind. And you're the one thinking that. No. No, no, just walk away. Especially when she needs to hurry exactly. because Alex has literally got her finger on the trigger to blast mm-hmm. the ship out of the sky. Like, mm-hmm. like literally she's waiting. The president is telling her, blast it. it now, do it now. Mm-hmm. And the urgency was made clear, supposedly, by that emotional scene where Alex is like, be faster than me. Yeah. You know, faster than the speeding bullet. All that whole thing. <sighs> so, of course, she goes... And she talks to to whatever her name is, Mama. Rhea. Rhea. And Rhea's like, mwahaha, basically. Well, the reason why we had to do this <laughs> yeah. is because she's like, I killed my husband when he wouldn't support me. <gasps> so do you think I'm actually going to change my mind and think that you're in the right here? 
So, I mean, that's the reason why they had to do it that way. So Supergirl would know that she killed her husband so she can tell Monel later on or she won't maybe no you know what will happen she probably won't tell Monel right away oh god they'll have another stupid fight exactly so that's probably what will happen there great that's just what we need in in next episode Mm -hmm. yeah so of course she's not going to surrender gracefully Mm -hmm. and the minute she says whatever she starts to say if I was Supergirl I'd be like okay I'm out and just blast through the window like just fly through the window and get the heck out of there and be like Alex take your shot yeah, or else I would have laser beamed her with my eyes. First yeah, or laser beamed her otherwise, right? Yeah. But the the big reveal, dun dun dun, uh, which which is alluded to earlier in the episode when they're trying to get a hold of Clark. And they're like, where is he? And they're like, know. where I is he? Maybe him. he's on the ground fighting. Um, no, he's on the ship, and he is apparently somehow slave to Rhea. I'm guessing there's like red kryptonite involved mm-hmm. or something like that. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, he punches Supergirl. And she yeah, he punches. Yeah, he's Supergirl. Oh, the other thing. Um, that had happened earlier was oh crap what was i thinking um oh uh lillian was talking with supergirl and um supergirl's like you know i'm really surprised you haven't told um lena yet that i'm an alien and um mommy's like well i'm not gonna tell her because as soon as she finds out she's gonna hate you so we all well maybe not we all maybe not my husband because he didn't know people are getting trackers put on them but you know, that's the reason why Lena is going to turn evil is because she's going to find out Supergirl is an alien. So they had to throw that in there, too, just to give us a little foreshadowing or to let the people who have not been watching this season the way we have know that that might be coming up. So Lena's going to be evil. And I'm so happy. <laughs> I mean, I know that's sort of the traditional Superman slash See, but the super thing person is, Luther. Don't. Don't. It's awesome. Don't even try to justify it. No, but what will happen is she'll turn evil for a while, and then she'll turn unevil. That is my prediction, and I know I'm right, so just that's how it's going to be, people. I mean, it's too it's too easy, in my opinion. Yeah, it is, but it is what it is. I mean, they gave us all the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I that know. That was so blatantly obvious. Yeah. The other thing that made me roll my eyes, like, so hard mm-hmm. was uh, this was another scene with Kat. And they go no now now some of the scene was great mm-hmm. and I love some of this stuff but but we'll get to the part that made me rolling eyes because they go back to Catco which is of course trash from one or two the episodes ago whatever mm-hmm. and they go to the office and she's like what is this there are free weights in my office and A sports baseball. paraphernalia I'm gonna have to burn sage for weeks. For years. For years, yeah. And she's, you know, like, and where is Jimmy? This is the story of the century. And when, oh, God. Yeah. Wynn's like, uh, he's uh, uh, hiding out. I don't even remember what he said. Yeah, I think he's hiding. And yeah. He's afraid or something. I don't know. And and then she asked where Kara was, and Wynn's like, uh, No, not Kara. Some, was it Kara? Kira. Because she oh, always she calls always her the wrong that, name. Okay, yep, yeah, yep, yep. And, and Wynn's like, uh, She's uh, hiding too. Mm-hmm. And, and then she does a broadcast. Um, to basically rouse the the city people to resist, you know, to resist. Yeah, the title of the episode, right? You know, she gives a rousing speech, and and it It was was great. It was good, Mm -hmm. and all the people start fighting back. And then after that, the some of the Daxamites start beaming down into Catco, and they're about to take out Cat and Win. Mm -hmm. And and (laughs) Cat's like, "Well, it was nice knowing you, Win." And then the Guardian pops through a window. And takes out the guards. And it was a bad fight scene. <laughs> it was a bad fight scene. And then she's like, thanks, Jimmy. 
And he's like, I'm the guardian. Yeah. And she's like, I can see your eyes through the slits. And the minute she says that, I'm like, okay. If you can tell it's Jimmy with his face entirely covered and all she can see is his eyeballs, how can you not know that Supergirl is Kara? And the thing about that is, like, they had gone over some of that Mm -hmm. in season one, like, where she was almost, you know, basically convinced that it was Kara. But John John's. Yeah, helped. So, So it's not that she never saw it, but I feel like... It's so, I mean, she's got that scar on her forehead mm-hmm. and, you know. <laughs> and even if John Johns, when he did that and, you know, see, there are two places at the same time. Kat is still supposed to be like one of the smartest women in mm. America, if not the world. Yeah, she should know that Kara is Supergirl. And she should, first of all. But then second, if she can tell Jimmy just from the slits in her eyes, mm-hmm. then there's no reason she can't tell Supergirl. So yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> it was funny, but it was it also infuriating. Yeah, you exactly. can't have it both ways. Exactly. So I wasn't amused. Cat's quips were funny, mm-hmm. but it didn't do enough to make me go, yeah, this episode was actually good. Right. It was to me. It wasn't. It, yeah. It was. It wasn't like awful but it wasn't good i mean i didn't particularly enjoy it to be perfectly honest like i said earlier it was just it was meh you know it was fine like they're setting up the the season finale um which is fine and i don't know i honestly don't expect the season finale to be that great i don't which makes me sad it does it makes me very sad i think it's just gonna be like oh okay that that was a thing yeah so sorry people we've been so negative like this entire season (laughs) The actors are all good in various ways. Yeah, totally. It's just the storyline and the writing that yeah. does not amuse us. But we've apologized up and down for it. We yes. just, you know, but we're not going to sugarcoat it and pretend we like something we didn't like and pretend it's better than we, we you know, Thought it is. It mm-hmm. You know, and, and we've been saying, too, like, if you've got an opinion and you think that we're wrong about this, we'd love to hear it. You can tweet me at Heniatis and Kim at Heniatis. And, of course, you can head over to Pure Fandom and hear all kinds of other stuff, probably much more positive about the things that they're talking about. Uh Uh, We'll be back next week for the season finale of Season 2 of Supergirl. 